the army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Which will I think? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but This is Live at Five. Live at uh, yes, Five. Yes, indeed. Live at We're five. live. Sorry. Here's the microphone that doesn't stay where I want it to. I've got to do the, the old limbo. Maybe I can get it done here, Mike. Yeah, this is how I operate. Yep. This is, it's not a very good function. Yeah, we can work it out. We, we can work it out, as they say in the Beatles, but we're here. What are you doing? And uh, with us today is uh, Mike Ricca is going to be talking about the the big old uh, Christmas auction for our first part of our show today. On a Friday, it's dark out. You already know that. And uh, we'll find out what's happening over there in Arsenal Street uh, with Mike Ricca. Official title, um, Mike, uh, official title at uh, WPBS. What is your title there? Auction Manager and Community Support Associate. So auction is throughout the year. You do it at least how many times? We do the spring auction right. in uh, the April, April, May portion of the year, and we do the holiday auction, Christmas auction, uh, generally in December, but we moved it up to November this year because we want people to spend money with us before they... You know. Wasted with uh, the Walton family. Yeah, before they spend on and, all, uh, all the big boxes. Well, there's certain things you Bezos. just can't find anywhere else, but with us. So, which one of the two auctions is bigger? Are they equal? the spring is bigger? Okay, the gotcha. spring is bigger. More trips. Um, right. You know, more. Um, well, just because a lot of the businesses are, are seasonal locals, so right. a lot of the summer businesses and the seasonal businesses are not open during the holidays. So, so you do this year round yourself? I mean, it, I it, yes, wow. yes, I spend all of my waking moments thinking about auction right. and what's nice about community support that's just a fancy word for a uh, fancy phrase for advertising right so basically you know i'm i'm trying to develop relationships with businesses uh for auction and for advertising underwriting you sure. know um you know perfect example like uh let's say the watertown wolves you yeah, know right they donate to the auction and then we also have other uh, things that we partner with them on live events special events right. advertising trade billboards uh, we do a whole bunch of things with them so right. there's so many great organizations in the so North there's really country. no not to interrupt but there's no cash involved well i mean you know we we sell advertising, right? right. And no, I know, no. And as far as the auction is concerned, because we do an auction too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, the people that are bidding are, are spending cash on the on the items, right? No, I, I understand. But the average, because you mentioned the wolves, because they don't yeah. spend any money here. Well, we <laughs> so, do, but we, that's good that you get something from them because yeah. that's that's you know because they're a good entity for yeah. something to do, and, and you know, know, and it's you know, it's a local, it's a local team. And, yeah, sure. And it, you know, the, the more things there are to do here. It, you know, yeah. all year round, whether it's the red and black or the rapids or the wolves, it's it, you know, it just it, it improves our quality of life. Oh, as, no doubt. But it, yeah, but, it, but we do get financial support directly from the Volunteer Transportation Center, from NERCL, Community Action Planning Council, nice. Community Health Center of the North Country. Mm -hmm. So all of these organizations who are you know right. uh, benevolent organizations, not only do they 
help the community, they also help us directly. That's so. great. You're getting money from non-for-profits. Congratulations. That's how good we are. And, that's, and, and businesses well, that, for some reason or other, exist and don't spend any money elsewhere, but that's neither here nor there. Well, maybe uh, that's what we do. Job. I know, I know. <laughs> Sometimes you got, you know, the old expression, you can't draw blood from a stone? Yeah. Uh, and when, you, when you can't, uh, choose auction. Yeah, because right. That, 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 you don't have to draw anything from that way. That's what I love about you, Glenn. You're not cynical at all. Yeah, well, no, I see. see I'm not being cynical. I'm being no. very truthful. Cynic, yeah. being a cynic and truthful are, are pretty much the same. Yes, especially these you're days. A, you're a real New Yorker, Glenn. That's uh, why. I, and, I, and I mean, no, 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 no. If I was a real New Yorker right now, I would be saying death to the Jews. That would be the real New Yorker. I, me. I don't. Uh, and you know it as well as I do. The travesty, I don't know anything. The, yes, you do. I no, know you're going to say you're dead. You're busy, and, and that's hogwash. What's going on? And I know we're off the beaten path here yeah. already. Oh my God! Yeah. This, we shouldn't be talking to this guy, Johnny Spazano. Yeah. It's so much more accommodating. Well, Stan Sobolewski just said, "I love it. I love it." Glenn Curry. No, we don't want him anymore. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, I love it. Glenn, I'll be just be happy to sit back here and let you do yeah. your thing. He's, I mean, you seem to be having a great conversation with yourself with right myself. now. I, it's yeah, I have lots of great conversations with myself, but generally I'm not on the air when I do it. Well, <laughs> it, it, you should try it sometime. It's yeah, I mean, it's nice work if you can get it. If, if, if Jim Levin <laughs> wants to pay me to come on the air and talk to myself for an hour, he, I, I argue with myself, he, I'd be happy to do that. That'd be he, great. I could always use a second job. He'll he'll barter with you. You can do an auction for yourself. Hey, listen, you know. Um, so it's no different there, Mike. Yeah, you know what I'm talking no, about. of course. All right. So Okay, so the, the actual auction is going on as we speak. Is that correct? Yes, the Today. auction just kicked off at 5 p.m. Literally, 15... Uh, yep. How long does it continue? Um, the auction goes until 9 p.m. Sunday. Wow. It's an online auction, but we have our preview show every night, tonight from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., tomorrow night from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., yeah. and what's Sunday a, night. What's a preview show? Basically, we show all the great items that on, you can we, get. on the air. We show them on the air. We, what, we, all the British programs? No, just kidding. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, you know me. Come on. I'm going to talk you're, about you're, everything yes. and anything. Yes. All right. And do you get a lot of response from our Canadian friends up yes. there? Yes. Okay. The Canadian businesses have donated generously. Uh, the Canadian... Uh, Viewership uh, donates uh, and bids. Uh, we have, uh, you know, probably half of our membership is Canadian. More than that, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. And here's why, and I'll tell you why. It's it. You, you're in a tremendous <coughs> situation now. WCNY is a public uh, broadcast. They have like five different for eight frequencies or something down in Syracuse. Yep. Digital. The digital age changed sure. uh, 12, 13 years ago. And by that, you, it wasn't just one channel. Now you have four each. Yes. Uh, you have kids. You have international. You have the local one. Uh, but it's all educational, and it's all in high intellect. There's very uh, other than the uh, the Red Green Show, which is no longer on the air. Um, all the shows are, you know, a lot of old British shows uh, from the '90s uh, with uh, uh, Dench, whatever her name was, Judy yeah. Dench, uh, and and all those things appeal to the Canadians, uh, our Canadian friends in uh, in Ontario and Quebec, sure. because it reflects a lot of who they are. Because let's face it, oh, definitely. Uh, despite the fact that Trudeau is a dictator uh, over the, up there, a lot of the people that, that live there have a heritage from either France or Britain, and they love the programming from WPBS. Well, isn't the Queen on their money? The Queen of England. On the Queen them? of England's on their money, and, and and French is one of their primary languages. So there's right. definitely in Quebec mostly. Yeah, yes. I mean, it's no different from us. We're just a little more yeah, American. No, we're, no, we're, <laughs> We're a lot different for yeah. now, but things will change, uh, yeah. and we'll find that out next year. You and I could talk about. Yeah, I know your political stance on things. No, we could no, I'm apolitical. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're, you're, no. You, do you consider? Are you like a a, a Brooklyn uh, uh, a liberal or what? You're from Brooklyn. I am a libertarian. Uh, yeah, I hate that word. By yeah, the way. That's, I'm just a libertarian. Live and let live. 
as long as what you're doing doesn't harm others and doesn't break the law, right? I'm all for it. Okay, it's, it's a free country. You know, speech Be- is still free. And brothers and sisters, I met your brother last year. Yeah, is he the same? Um, he's a businessman. You know, he doesn't he doesn't get caught up in politics. You know, okay. um, he works uh, he works on Long Island, and most of his clients are. Is that uh, where he lives? Uh, he's, he's based out of New Jersey. His, his, his home is in New Jersey, but most of his clientele from his uh, staffing business is, uh, uh, a group of, uh, Long Island country clubs. Oh, and, good, yeah. um, you know, it, listen, the it's, hell of a listen, trick. listen, I, you know, this is America. When you provide a good or service and, and you provide it to the best of your ability and you deliver on your promises, that's, right. that's a business transaction. Right. And so and he it, doesn't care about politics. Gotcha. All right. Nothing That's surprising. Personal. No, we're just we're, we're 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 old school. We're just live and let live. You know. Right. Um, Do you see that changing though, uh, Mike? We're talking to Mike Ricker here, who a former comedian. You're uh, once a comedian, always a comedian. Yeah. You, sure. you had great success uh, out in California and New York City. You had your own show on MTV at one point. I sure did. And you just told me prior to today's show that you actually met Bill Gates. I did not meet Bill Gates, but I did work for him. He hired me uh, when they launched MSN.com. Yeah. So basically, I was the face of the in, of the internet launch back in 2000. Right. Um, they did a spoof on the MTV Real World series where they put a bunch of folks in a house, yeah. and we used MSN for everything. So we were basically four. I was, at the time, I was a lot younger, so I played yeah. the college slacker. Right. And there were a couple other folks from different demographics, and we all lived together, and we used MSN. Yeah. It was literally the birth of the internet, and I was a big part of that. And, nice. um, and, and, and uh, Mr. Were you Gate- Al Gore? No, it's good. No, 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 no. And by no. the way, did you meet Bill? Uh, or rather, you didn't meet him, so you, you didn't see him in Epstein's Island or anything of that nature? I don't know anything nah. about that stuff, man. If you're talking about Juan Epstein from yeah. Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> Who, you know? by the way, I think died. Oh, no, no, Horshack died. I don't yeah, know Ron, Ron, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Ron Polito. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. good. I wonder if was yeah. he a stand up at one point? Uh, no, From Brooklyn, I uh, uh, Robert uh, Hedges was the was, gentleman who played Epstein. Right, okay, right. I met him. Yes. I, I, I tell you, you know, living, he was living, good. I liked li- him. living in Hollywood and working at the comedy store, you get to meet a lot of people because they're, they're in the audience. You know, right, right. you know, one night I'm just sitting, I'm sitting on stage. It was about 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. And uh, I hear, I hear a, a, a big, bold laugh in the corner. I look over. It's Vince Neil with like six women. He was wow. obviously a lot less bloated back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His voice still worked. Right. And he was still pretty. So it was the old Vince Neil, but he was he was there to see Paulie. Paulie sure was a friend, his friend of his. in a car crash. I don't know. Again, <laughs> uh, again, Glenn, I don't know about any of this stuff. I'm, 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 what, what, what do they call that? Uh, WPBSTV.org <laughs> slash He's having a heart auction. attack right now. WPBSTV.org <laughs> slash auction. That's I, all I'm here for. I'm not Save Debbie Downer to you, Mike. I'm, I'm but come on, you know you got to be entertaining. You just can't go yeah, on I can, and on listen, about. Listen, I can't listen. Especially with my audience. Listen, I can't even know where PBS is uh, on the channel. I, yeah, I can entertain. You give me any parameters, and I will give you something to laugh at or laugh about. So, well, okay, so that's good. All right, so let, listen, let's, I've got a fear of speed bumps, but I'm slowly getting over it. Ah, okay, so I mean, I you want to take it down to a dad no, joke no, level. No, 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 no. Any type of humor that's not you that need. bad. You want to hear bad? You want to hear bad joke? I, I bought heard, a book on hair loss. The pages kept falling out. There you go. We got Rodney Danger. Uh, but I, I heard a joke last night. I said, I lost my virginity to the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, we were really drunk. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's a good joke. Sure. I heard that on Gutfeld last night. Nice. The guy from uh, Alaska with the eyes, he's really weird. But yeah, nonetheless, I, I do you don't, like Gutfeld? Do you like I, it? I don't have cable. Oh, stop it. I haven't watched cable news. Yeah. Oh, no, this is cable. I mean, well, yeah, I it's, it's watched, Fox. It's I Fox. haven't watched cable news in, in probably. 
eight years. So do you think that has helped your life? Because you're a, fi- you're a family yes, man. Yes, because I don't get caught up in the nonsense. I just... I. Listen, all you can affect is the world around you. Right, right. You start there, right. you know, and I'm a peace-loving Christian, so right. you don't have well, to worry I'm about like, me hurting anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, my my, yeah. my sole purpose in life is to yeah. pay it forward. I've been very blessed in my life. Yeah, I have four have. beautiful children. Right, right. You know, as you know, I lost my oldest son last that is year. Very sad. And, um, you know... Um, you know, I made I, I I made a I made a promise to him right. uh, when I said goodbye to him that I wouldn't get caught up in any type of wasted energy exercises, wow. whether it's politics right. or family drama of my own, right, right. Um, workplace drama, uh, the guy at the red light who's flipping me off. It doesn't matter who you are or or what you have to say. Right. If 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 it's outside my purview, of right, right, right. peace, love, and, and you know me, I'm not. I'm yeah, not, I'm, I know you, I'm Mike. Be, You're I'm, gonna I'm, beat the crap out of that guy for giving you the middle no, finger. No, no, the old have Mike. Every right the to. old Mike may right. have. The old so, Mike. The, the, the new Mike will just give the, him a big hug yeah. and wish him well and pray for him. So let me ask. I mean, you did lose your son, and your son's name was Cosmo. Cosmo. He was 25 years old. Yes, he was. Yeah. Great kid, and he had a great. He had a great life, and uh, he had a heart uh, ailment. He was born con- complex and general heart defects, right, and right, right. Um, you know he his prognosis early in life was very grim. And the fact he lived as long as he did and was a true North Country kid, loved yeah. uh, swimming, went to Sackets. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, well, he went to Bosies. Okay, okay, yeah. He, he, well, he went. Yeah. He graduated from Watertown. Right, right, right. He went to Wiley. He went to Case, mm-hmm. and he graduated from Watertown. And he went to Bosies briefly, yeah. and. Uh, you know, he lived a very full life. He had no physical limitations until he got uh, a little older, up until two, three years ago. Right. Uh, he had no physical limitations, had a great life. Right. You know, we would, you'd always see him. Everybody would always see yeah, him yeah. around town. Right. At all the different music venues. He loved live music. So right. um, I would say in the 15 years that we lived up here, we had to have seen at least an average of 100 shows a year wow. between here and Syracuse. Really? Uh, and yeah, I, I mean... I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah, well, you know, Dave Scanlon posts that that weekly. Yeah, uh, right. Tonight, uh, What's Facebook happening? page. So, right. I, you know, it was my ritual. I mean, from the time he was in his, uh, you know, early teens, right, we right. were going out to bars and 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 going down to the Lakeview Amphitheater, right. which is now the St. Joseph Amphitheater. Right. Hall and Oates, Doobie Brothers, down in Syracuse. Right. Uh, you know, we'd get in the car and drive to New Hampshire, or drive to Jersey, or drive wherever to see live music. Awesome. So, at least a thousand shows we saw over the last uh, fifteen years. So, I'm very sorry for your loss. Yeah, thank uh, you. But you know, it's yeah. it's. It, I tell you, I tell you a beautiful story. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, you know, I just turned fifty-four years old. Right. And a year ago, I wasn't really in a good place. I just lost my son. I right. was grieving. Right. I was working in sales at a good place, but I was just burnt out on sales. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, been through all the stuff that COVID had. You know, uh, put in front of us and, and challenged us, and uh, went through all that. And I was just kind of, you know, looking for a change. And you know, I'm a, I'm a person of faith, so I, I prayed on it. And I all I asked God for was a, a, an opportunity, a, a, a door, open a door for me, mm-hmm. and 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 I'll take it from there. And that's always worked for me in the past. When I moved up here, it was a leap of faith. Didn't have any type of job prospects waiting for me, didn't have any kind of money saved. My, my wife was pregnant with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Cosmo was still very young. Um, my other son, Val, who's now 16, was one year old at the time, and he was going through some health problems. Mm-hmm. Came up here as a leap of faith. Sean Massey gave me a job at his furniture store. Uh, my cousin, uh, my sister-in-law, Julie Pitkin, um, introduced me to Sean, and she helped us find a place to live, and she helped us uh, you know, with work and, and just kind of getting acclimated. My wife had a lot of family from the area because right. she's born here. Right, and that's what brought you up here. So wait, so fast forward to... Yeah, yeah. To, um, last year. Well, last year, yeah. Um, 
in December, after I kind of hit rock bottom, sure. I, I, I prayed on it, and I got this opportunity through Indeed. It came through my email feed, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a job at PBS, auction manager. Mm-hmm. So I said, what do I have to lose? Something just told me that this was something worth pursuing. Right. So I got right. the interview. I walk into the I walk into the conference room. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's mm-hmm. it's PBS. Right. I walk into the conference room and I'm always looking for signs. I know you know that I'm yeah, a very spiritual guy and right. a very religious guy. So I'm always looking for signs. Was a crow on the windowsill? I'll No, it's good. I'll, no, I'm talking about like hit you in the face obvious signs. Right, okay. I walk into the conference room. Right. You know, it's an interview. So you you're, you're you know, you're caffeinated, you're showered, you're focused, you're trying to Think about you know how you're going to tell your story and, and pitch yeah, yeah. yourself to people because it's like anything. Life is sales. Right, right. You right. want to persuade yeah. someone. Everyone's a salesperson. I'm, I'm a salesperson by trade. We so all it, are. Well, it helps that I have yeah, yeah. the background. Gift of gab. I have the gift of gab. So I am trying to get into that mindset. And you know, whenever you have an interview and you just yeah, yeah. You, you're not you're not worried about you're not worried about performing well. You're worried about them seeing your true self, your best self. Right, right, right. So. How'd it go? The best way to do that is to relax. So I walk in yeah. and I'm looking for a sign. I look across the conference room. I see a giant Sesame Street banner. Mm. It's Cookie Monster yeah. and Ernie from Sesame Street. Right. Those two characters, Jim Henson, Frank Oz, yeah. Cookie Monster and Sesame right. Street, uh, right. Cookie Monster and Ernie. Mm-hmm. Those were my son's favorite characters on Sesame Street. Those wow. were Cosmo's favorite characters. Mm-hmm. So I literally heard like a voice in my head right. say, "You got this." Right, right. Interesting. I just went in, started talking about how many hours of Sesame Street I had watched yeah, sure. during the course of my life, being first generation right. Sesame Street. Yeah, right. My son who had autism. My other son who has autism. I've watched literally. Yeah. Tens of thousands, yeah, thousands of hours. Of hours yeah. I probably have a, the world yeah. record you, you for most knew hours. ABCs really well. Yes, I could count to nineteen. Yeah, no yeah, problem. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, walk in and just started talking to these folks, and it was like we all knew each other for years. Right. And you know, a couple couple days later, I was offered the position, and nice. from the day I started, I knew I was in the right place with the right people, and mm-hmm. I knew that I'd found my calling. My, well, my next phase of my life, as right. far as my career, where you know, I mean, you're. Similar to me, as far as you come here from somewhere else, from right. downstate, and right. you're trying to find your space here and mm-hmm. where you fit in in this North Country kind of sure. business climate, and you, you kind of carve out a niche for yourself. And like mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. very ambitious. I'm a self starter, self reliant. So you carve out a little niche for yourself. Right. And right. I've always done well. You know, I worked for Sean Massey for many years. Right. I worked for Rob Freeman for many years. Right. These guys are pillars of the community. You worked in the car business. Yeah, I worked in the car business. I worked for Mr. Facillo. Right. I, I worked for Bob Johnson. Right. You know, and you become friends, you know, with people like Steve Widrick and and, exactly. and and Laura Whitney. Right. And the next thing you know, you're working at PBS and you're doing business with them in some some new capacity. Right. So and Canadians. Yeah, and and you know, go to Ottawa every right. every every other month. I'm up in Ottawa talking to That's folks. That's awesome. It's I, I tell you, it's just it's. Is it a, a different world up there? And I mean, you know, New York. Uh, it's Ottawa's very, a different place. It's very surreal. It's. Yeah. It's it's like a it's like a European version of Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good, that's good. It really uh, is. Put on those headsets. We sure. got someone who wants to talk to you, unless it's someone who who wants you to get you off the air. I'm just being obnoxious because that's the type of people we get sometimes. You're not what about Jeff Graham? You're very opinionated. Uh, hi, do you have a question for Mike Ricca today? Yeah. Hey, Glenn. This is Jay Madison. How you doing? Sir? Jay Madison. Jay, one of my favorite people on the whole planet. Talking about the hockey. Well, I heard. I heard the two of you talking, and I said, oh, man, I have got to call in. Mike, you are awesome. Oh, man. Thank you for having him on your show. And and, and, and for for those of uh, you in the audience who don't know, Jay is uh, – 
uh, it works with the Watertown Wolves and the Watertown Rapids, and we had the pleasure of working together this summer at the, at the Rapids games. And uh, Jay, uh, I you tell worked you, there too. I think. At the yeah, I was working with my son Val, um, who's saving money to go to Europe next next spring. Um, my son Val and I worked the VIP section uh, uh, where we uh, provided food and drink for all the VIPs at, at the ball games. So and, and Jay was the cheerleader, just like he is at the Wolves games. He's just an incredible man. I wish I could take so, his energy, put it in a bottle. Well, you have energy. There's no title big enough for what you do, Jay. Yeah, yeah Jay and I just had you're, you're bigger. You're bigger. You're bigger than any title. And I'm not talking about your physical stature. You're you're larger than life. All right. So anyway, oh my anyway. God. Well, I just I I had to call in, Glenn. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, the, I Jay, I hope you're not sorry you called. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Jay. No, 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 no. All right. Uh, but hey. Uh, I, I feel like Jesse Waters now. WPBS. You know, my son Nate, who you both know. Yep. He grew up watching WPBS. Oh yeah. Sit down together. Watch uh, what is it, Clifford the Big Red? Dog. Oh yeah, and we've got a Clifford painted on the side of our wall over mm-hmm. there. Kelly Cur- Kelly Curry uh, painted that mural on the side of the wall, and she's also donated to our auction. She's uh, she's offering a mural commission to anyone uh, who bids on her auction uh, oh, nice. entry. Yeah, you can nice. you can oh, really? yeah you can oh, bid on, you can bid on a commit you can bid on a <laughs> Kelly Cur- Curry mural. You can have your very own mural, an indoor outdoor mural at your business, at your home, at your restaurant. Uh, you know. Awesome. Any, anywhere you want, uh, Kelly's going to come out and paint a mural for you. A $1,700 value, and she donated it to awesome. us. Awesome. Awesome. Well, maybe that's oh, something for the awesome. Rapids. Hey, uh, uh, I've got to go into the game here uh, yeah. uh, pretty quick, but the only thing I wanted to ask is, uh, hey, did, uh, uh, oh, shoot, hmm. uh, Goomba, Gary, crap. Ah. Anyways, yeah. did he... Donate bull semen this year. Oh, bull semen! Did you get bull semen this year uh, for the auction? I did not see that on the list. Oh, you didn't. But we are list. still uploading items uh, as we speak. So if you don't see anything you like on there, yeah, there's literally do- uh, over 225 items. What about bull dung? It, no, it always, it always gets a lot of attention when people see it on. I used to work at the auction. I was one of the auctioneers. Oh wow, a lot of fun, great yeah. time. Well, uh, anyway, yeah. uh, Gary Tubolino, Field of Dreams. Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Anyways, it might have been the spring auction he donates it for. But right. anyways, it always gets a lot of attention. People are like, really? Bull semen? Right. But, man, uh, farmers bid on it, and hey, it goes well. Oh, but sure. we still, even though we don't watch WPBS as much as we used to, mm-hmm. Uh, we still check out the auction every time. The auction so. is just a part of North Country and tradition. One, one more really thing, Quiz. Uh, uh, Quiz in its 43rd yeah, season, sponsored yeah. by Laura Whitney State Farm. We miss uh, Glenn Golf. Well, that's, that's what I used to always say when I was on the air auctioning for you, is you know, you're, you're, not only are you getting a chance at some great items, usually at a pretty good price, right. but you're also supporting all of the great educational programs. Right, right. Yeah, doing it for the kids. It's all about the kids. That's I right. mean, we. I mean, for for a, for a very 
for a very small PBS affiliate in a very small TV market, we do. You got a big TV market. You got we, Ottawa, well, and but not to mention you got the greatest call letters of any PBS station. Yes, literally. Yes. So listen, Jay, I gotta go. I gotta do a break, my Jay, friend. Jay, love you, brother. Merry Christmas. Good yeah, to hear from you. Take care. I love you guys. I'll All right, see talk you at the to Raptors you. game. All right, so see you at the, see you at the Wolves. It's games. going on tonight, and it goes yes. on through Friday. So basically, what you want to encourage people to do is that sometime or night tonight, when you're watching Fox News to discover when World War Three is going to start, you can go over and buy uh, some uh, bull semen or something from the uh, from, uh, no from bull the semen, no wpbstv.org slash auction. Yeah, let me ask you: um, Do you have an app as well where you could watch WPBS on the phone? Yes, we have a WPBS app. Yes, we good. do. Which yeah. is good because yeah, you, you know I, I you know I I catch the enters on the view on my app on you know whatever spectrum app, so I'm able to see you know how much hatred in America is happening from uh, oh. from New York, our favorite place. See, that's that's the problem, Glenn. You're looking at the glasses half half. No, no, no. What you got to do is you got to make sure that you stay in touch with your brother because if an Arab picks up the phone one day and says, I'm at your brother's house, then you know you're next. So just be prepared. That's all I can say because New York, New Jersey area obviously is a big talk. The beautiful news about all this is that we're in an area that they don't care about because, you know, we're really, we're off the the grid here, uh, Mike. there's, There's good and bad everywhere. I... I choose to focus on the good. Gotcha. I understand. <laughs> I know. We'll find one day. We'll get a couple of drinks in, Mike. One day we'll find out the real Mike Ricker. That's no, for sure. No, no, no. What you see is what you get, buddy. All right. Thanks, uh, Mike Ricker. Thanks for coming in today. I know you were doing the gambit with all the radio stations. I'm sure yes. this was a lot different from the, the other fluff that you got in the last couple of days. Right? Come on now. Admit it. Come on. I'm being truthful. Oh, this is great. I love it. This is fantastic. I, 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 Bull don't, semen. I, 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 don't know, I don't know what happened to the real Glenn Curry. But no, no. If he's right here. Right here. Right, here, right, here, right here, Drinking a you, Coke. I think you get a little bitter in your old age, Glenn. I think you need to... Uh, I agree with you. I did. For yeah. good reason. Because no, I, unfortunately... No you, reason to be bitter, buddy. I, I, all right. Never mind. Well, Mike Ricker, <laughs> thank you for being here. And yes. thanks for sharing an incredible story with us yes, today. Yes. WPBS Auction. Save money. Give better. I made that up. I take full credit for that. Tonight, Blue Friday, kicking off the auction, 7 p.m. live on WPBS. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m. live on WPBS. Sunday live, 7 p.m. WPBS. Bid early, bid often. If you have trouble uh, getting through or you have someone who's elderly who's not tech savvy, you can call us at the station, 782-3142, extension 319. We'll place a proxy bid for you. All right. So, uh, again, thanks to Volunteer Transportation Center, Nurkle Community Action Planning Council, Community Health Center of the North Country. Awesome. Mike Ricker, thank you very much. Thank the you, auction's Glenn. going on as we speak. All right, we got to get out of here, and we'll be back right after this. Germ spread fast. Your holiday season is huge. Hi, welcome back. And thanks once again to Mike Ricker for coming in today for the big auction going on right now. All right, so anyway, we're back with the show. 22 minutes before the hour. Before the end of this program, 6 o'clock, so you can see what uh, Jeff Cole's doing over there on Arcade Street. Jeff spoke at length today about the zoo. So it looks like everything's in order there. The Blue Ribbon Committee is going to determine what happens next. And uh, really, the city is, um, you know, nothing really truly happening. We had the, you know, the, the horrible story of the 76-year-old man losing his leg last week. We didn't talk about that too much this week. Uh, that deserves a little attention, I guess. And no blind uh, Tim. Very concerned with the construction site there and uh, whether or not that's been in, in, in any way fixed, just in case it, you know, we don't want that to happen. The, story, the man's story is very compelling. Minding his own business, walking along State Street, walking past a construction site, forced to walk in, this, in the road at night. Happened right around this time. 
And next thing you know, he's on the ground and he's, uh, he's, he's, he's in danger of losing his leg, I believe, from the knee down or somewhere. But his inspiring story from his hospital bed in Syracuse, he was airlifted down there. And uh, he says he will walk again. And we just hope he does. We really do. <clears throat> At the same time, we hope that, you know, financially, all of this is, is um, something that he could be compensated for because this shouldn't have happened. That's for sure. All right, let's go to the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're in the air. Hello, Glenn. What's happening? Uh, maybe you can maybe you can uh, uh, help us out here. We've been having some discussion about whether uh, in our schools today, uh, locally and statewide, uh, do we have the United States American flag flying in the school classrooms in, in this state and in Watertown? And in the classroom each day is the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag uh, recited by the student body. Right. I've been getting conflicting information. Some yes, some no. What What can you tell us? Can you uh, what, Can you illuminate us on yeah, this? I, I wish I could. By the way, who are you asking? Are you asking parents? Are you asking actual students, teachers? Who are you asking? Because that would be uh, uh, a better source uh, uh, than uh, me. Uh, just uh, some some neighbors and within the family. Yeah, and what are they saying? It's not. It it, it is happening, and it's not. You're getting mixed mixed uh, uh, messages or what? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, all it wouldn't surprise me again. Never be surprised by anything. It's always been an adage that we should live by, especially these days. It would not surprise me. I know what's her face from Texas eliminated uh, prayer in the schools back in the seventies uh, or early eighties, whatever it was. Uh, as far as the pledge of allegiance or the flag, for that matter, um, the, you know the strongest union in the country uh, has has made a headway in destroying a lot of or indoctrinating kids right from kindergarten. It wouldn't surprise me if the Pledge of Allegiance is has been eliminated here, there, everywhere, to tell you the truth. As, now, as sad as that is. Maybe maybe some of your listeners who, who, who know, maybe... Uh, maybe they, maybe yeah. Some teachers, they mm-hmm. could call in and uh, answer the question. So, uh, yeah, that's a good yeah, question. Thanks, thanks for your comments. Keep up the good work there at the Center for Broadcasting Excellence. Uh, thank you very much. This is the EIB Network. Ladies and gentlemen, I should have a piece of paper in my hand in, in honor, of course, the great one. And I'm not talking about Mark Levin, although he's pretty good. Ladies and gentlemen, we're calling here from EIB Excellence in Broadcasting. And I have here today Rush Limbaugh, of course. Let's go to the phones. <clears throat> Hi, you're in the air. Dallas. Hi, Glenn. What's happening? Um, so I wanted to let you know, Jenna Brown School District High School still does the Pledge of Allegiance for your last call. That's awesome. How old are you? Thirteen. And what's what grade are you in? Seventh. Seventh grade. And and does your father listen to this show or someone in your family? Yes. Are they listening right now with you? Yes. Okay, good. All right. So uh, I'm assuming since you know you're a family member and you're a young young boy. And I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to assume anything because you're you're still molding your mind and so forth. But I have to ask you one question: Do you think it's appropriate that you do the pledge of allegiance each and every day at your school in the morning? Yes. And why is that? Because it's to honor our country. That's awesome. Uh, and I'm assuming your father, mom, and everyone else agrees with that. Do you think the other students in your class agree with that, or do they just accept it because they've been doing it for so long now? I have to accept my country. All right. So as far as school, what grade? Seventh grade, you said? Yes. So seventh grade, um, you know, what are you learning these days? What, what, what type of history are they teaching you in the seventh grade? Um, 
English colonies, um, Indians, basic math. Mm-hmm. And the sciences and whatnot. Great. Do you like school? Yes. Okay, okay. Now that's, that's a typical answer. Uh, do you miss school when you're out in the summer? Do you look forward to going back in September? Nope. <laughs> you're just like me. That's awesome. What do you want to be when you grow up? Either an MP or join the NHL. Oh, wow. How about both? You could be a young hockey player or one or the other and do your time in both. Yep. Well, that's awesome. What's your first name? Jonathan. Jonathan, thank you very much for calling in today. This is our second young caller in a week, and we greatly appreciate uh, your patronage, and uh, we, we wish you the, nothing but the best in your future, young man. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. Well, that's a great call, and that's an answer to our question. Hi, you're in the air. Hi. What's happening? Uh, this is your non-lawyer friend. It yes. It was Madeline Murray uh, O'Hara. O'Hara, yes. It was, it was eight to one decision for the Supreme Court. Hmm. They got prayer out of school. Right, right. And then she got killed by uh, some thug who was uh, stealing her money and her coins with her son. That, yeah, I don't know. About yeah, I actually, I, I, I actually I, talked to her. She had two sons and a daughter. I actually spoke to her youngest son here on this show about 10, 12 years ago, and he explained the whole thing. It was an incredible story. But anyway, yes, that was who uh, Matt. Uh, change uh, how one person, that's over, that's 60, almost 61 years ago, about yeah. 61 years ago. Right. I remember in grade school. Them saying that this is the last day where I have prayer because it was the Supreme Court. I remember that. Isn't that something? So, so yeah. you were in grade school when uh, Kennedy got killed. I remember it just as if it happened yesterday. Uh, yeah, by the by the CIA, and uh, now I've, I've been watching America's untold stories. And, right. Uh, right. Oswald did not do it. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. It, it, actually, if you look, I, uh, if you, I've been to Dealey Plaza, and um, so have I. It is a very and if you look at all the pictures that are available, all the evidence is there. But yeah. they didn't bring it out during the Warren Commission, and um, yeah. it's, uh, you know they got to keep the keep the secrets. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I think he did it because they they were caught with their pants down, just like nine eleven, and it was an easy shot from that floor. But anyway, and it was well, a beautiful no, I mean, day, you, and it didn't rain. Four different angles. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not in. You know, I I, I know we've discussed it's this before. Not just watch. No, I have. Watch I've watched video. all of. I watched. I watched uh, Edwin Newman, uh, uh, who the men who killed Kennedy, uh, and, the, and the Miami and the New Orleans connection. And I was like, no, uh, it was a guy that worked at the depository building. And if it had rained that day, JFK might still be alive today. But it didn't rain that day, and they oh. took the top down, and he killed him. There was a lot, lot there that uh, they they omitted during the. Uh, no, I know. I know. I know. A lot omitted. Yeah. And you can't ignore that. So, so anyway, yeah, go uh, ahead. You have a perfectly wonderful day, and it was a good guest you had on. Yes, and, Mike's uh, a good guy. I wish you well. Well, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, and I don't mean to be short on the uh, JFK conspiracy thing, but Oswald did get do it, and he was the only guy to do it. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Hey, look on your phone. I sent you a picture. Uh oh. We got a picture here from Satan himself. This should be dangerous. Nope, see. nope. Oh. It's what the one uh, person gets asked that they had in the classrooms. Okay, so the, I see... In, in Watertown. Yeah, you work in the school district. There's an American flag uh, I, there. I don't know about that one, but... Yeah, you're right. We're not supposed to say that. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got... All right, so does that mean that they... Oh, just because the flag is there, does that mean they do the Pledge of Allegiance every day? 
I'll tell you the truth, I'm not exactly sure on that part. But the flag is there. We don't see any alternative flag there. And we don't see the flag of Palestine, which is surprising. Not yet, at least. There you go. Anything to hate. Anything to hate. That's what America's all about these days. Well, Satan, anything else to declare today? Now that we're talking well, about hate? about it. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks for the phone. Uh, thanks Th- for the photos. Thank you. Rule, so, thank you. Well, there you have it. All right, so something, um, something. Uh, every now and then, you know, people start trying to tell me what to watch. They know I'm a big Sopranos fan, and I am. Uh, my friend John uh, and co-worker here, Joe Candelo, is. Uh, others are here. I- I'm a huge fan of that show. Mike was, Mike Ricca. And there's good reason for it, because it was well done. Yes, it was violent. It was dark. It was very difficult to like people that kill other people for essentially their their lifestyle. Um, but you know, we're drawn to that. It's like watching, looking at fire. There's, there's an obsession with it. But I haven't seen a good show since The Sopranos left the airways. I think in 07, 08, 15, 16 years ago now. And other people would say, "Hey, you got to watch this show on it. You got to watch uh, Breaking Bad. You got to watch Peaky Friends." Uh, whatever the frig that Irish story was all about with the guy that looks like a woman who was in, uh, you know, the Adam Bomb movie there. And I'm like, nah, not for me, not for me. I can't understand it. And, I say, and then, then, then I started seeing some, some ads here and there on Facebook for this show that I never heard of before called Mr. In Between. And I'm like, wow, this, this looks pretty interesting. So, I, you know, I started lo- looking at it uh, by way of Prime uh, Video. And it says, if you want to watch season one from 2018 of Mr. Inbetween, it'll cost you $9.99. I said, you know what, for $9.99, by the way, I got, a, um, a, uh, what did I get? I, get a, I got a slice of pizza today and uh, something else and, and, a, and, a, and a medium Coke for $17 at Sabaro in the mall today. $17. Anyway, so anyway. Uh, uh, so for $10, I could watch an entire season. Now for this particular show, a season was only six shows. So far, fair enough. And each episode was less than about 40 minutes or so. And I just sat down and watched, you know, you know how you do the binge watching. I didn't really go through each six shows at a time. I would do them two, maybe three at a time. Cause you don't want to get too much. You want to absorb one or two, maybe three episodes and move on and watch Gutfeld. Anyway, so I did, and I just got hooked on this show. I'm in season two. I know there's two more seasons. But last night, for instance, I saw two episodes. I saw episodes nine and ten. And I, and I don't want to spoil it for you. I don't want to say any of the elements, but I saw scenes last night, particularly the last scene of season, or check that, episode nine. The last 25 seconds of this particular episode, I will never forget for my entire life. This show is so friggin' real. There's some goofy parts. There's a lot of d- dumb guys that, you know, can't shoot straight, you know, that usual stuff. And, you know, that bugs me, but that's Hollywood. All of it done in Australia. Now I'm walking around my house talking like I'm from Australia, you know, saying, hey, love. Hey, mate. Oh, look, look at the bloke. You know, I can't get, I can't get this show off my head. The main character is, name is Ray. And I know it's a dark storyline. He's a hitman by trade. He was also in the military, and he's just very, very dangerous man. But there's a human side to him. But I'm just—it's—it's it's promising to me that because I've been so down on you know, and this isn't Hollywood, by the way. This is down under. They do their own stuff down there. George Miller is a uh, is one of the most better known directors from uh, from Australia. Uh, he did Mad Max. He also did uh, The Road Warrior, one of my favorite movies. It's in my top ten with Mel Gibson. The rest after that were awful. 
His last movie was nominated like five, six years ago. Uh, it was just terrible. I couldn't believe how bad it was. But nonetheless, he at one time, just like many people had, you know, talent, and then they somehow or other they had grandchildren, and that disappeared. He was very good. He was symbolic of the great stuff coming from down under, and it's still happening. And the reason why I really like the show, I was telling my coworkers today, is just like The Sopranos, you didn't know these people. They didn't put Robert Redford in this uh, storyline, or uh, Mel Gibson, or you know, people that you're familiar with. And when you do bad guy story storylines, particularly, and you don't know these people, I, don't, I didn't know any of these. I didn't know the main character. It's not like they get a cameo appearance from uh, Burt Young or something. Oh, I know him. I saw him, blah, 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 from Rocky movies. None. So when you see this, and it's well done, which it is, the acting is superb. The dialogue is very believable. The, sh- the scenes are great. It's not herky-jerky movements. It's not this... Cut on cut, you know, beating up people in one room. Next thing you know, the scenes in the next room with outdoors, you know, that cheap way of doing all these Marvel movies. None of that. Great storytelling and believable people. And the other thing that I like about it is that it's normal looking people. You know, bad guys don't have to be six foot three guys with long hair and a trench coat from like a lethal weapon movie from the 80s. That was the Hollywood trend back when bad guys came in movies with Gary Busey being the, the goofy guy who leading the whole group and everyone behind him had long hair and looked like they came from a GQ magazine with, with like M1 rifles underneath their trench coats in the middle of Los Angeles. That's when everything went to crap, in my opinion. Good looking bad guys don't exist in the world other than Alan Rickman. Okay. They're supposed to be ugly. They're supposed to have a scar. They're supposed to be, you know, have that, you know, that bad skin or something or other. And that's exactly what you get with Mr. In-Between. You get ordinary, roly-poly people with beards, a lot of bikers, you know, out-of-shape dudes, but they're tough and they're gritty. So if you get a chance, and again, just bear in mind, this is not a family hour by any means. It's not even close. It's definitely more oriented towards men. And it's insufferable for me to have my wife watch this, but I'm sorry, that's the way it goes. No, just kidding. She likes it. She enjoys it. It's not her cup of tea. But Sharon is just, she's an angel. So she'll watch what I watch, and I watch what she watches every now and then. No, just kidding. Uh, I don't watch anything she wants to watch. No, just kidding. Anyway, uh, Mr. In-Between, you will not be disappointed. And I really, I'm, I'm going out on a limb and saying this. You will never be disappointed when you watch this show, particularly episode nine, and then followed by episode 10, which left me in tears. It really did. So it has, one, has, has an effect on you, that's for sure. So uh, highly suggested. Right now, i got to do a commercial break. You're listening to the Live at Five show. We'll be back after this. You've been hearing about Herringer's contracting, and now your roof is leaking. So get on the phone now. now the roof people who always call you back. Yeah, someone, someone texted me something earlier about my comment about the $17 Sabaro meal. And uh, a downtown business said, boy, you better buy your pizza downtown. It's not much different downtown, to tell you the truth. Um, it, it's less, that's for sure. Um, what did I get? I, it's, it's, it's that little sandwich that you get with pastrami in it. Not pastrami, uh, whatever, pepperoni. Anyway, I got that $17. It was delicious, but that's, that's absurd. And you know what? Even the attendant at the cashier apologized. I go, $17? Yeah, I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize. This isn't you. This is, this is corporate America looking to make a buck. By the way, the mall is dying. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, I mean, our mall is a lot better off than other malls. A lot of malls are either closing, 
but the food court, I did notice this. The good sign is there is one uh, new um, uh, food court offering on the other side of Sabro. That whole side has been closed off. It's never a good sign when you see a Verizon store leave the mall. The Verizon store was in a key spot, too, right off the, uh, uh, the food court itself. But I just, you know, it, it retail, is, it's just not what it used to be, needless to say. And when you watch the news, which I shouldn't be watching, apparently, uh, it's painfully obvious that a lot of these establishments, particularly the box stores, are closing down their stores. Not up here, but it's got to affect the bottom line elsewhere. Which is why we're just not seeing, you know, I mean, what is that core company, C-O-R, where Target is, you know, that place was built over, what, 15 years ago? And they still haven't been up to capacity. And now um, Panera Bread is leaving and they're going to stay with core and they're going to move into the old uh, TGIF uh, establishment across from what where core life is. Which should help Coral Life, but not that they need help. They're doing very well there. And I hear nothing but good things about Coral Life, uh, where the uh, uh, Verizon store used to be years ago. That place is, if you've ever been in there, and the commercials on Channel 7 are just fantastic. But Core itself, it's just, you know, there's one block of buildings. They've never rented them. So I don't know where retail is going. I don't know where the malls are going. I see more and more posts on Facebook and Instagram of like the good old days. Look at 1989. Look what we did back in 1989. Can you believe we're, we're being nostalgic about 1989? The year, of course, that Taylor Swift was born. Am I running that? No, it can't be. Yeah, no, she's, yeah, she's in her 30s. So anyway, it's uh, 17 bucks. And someone said I should go downtown. You're absolutely right. I just, I don't know why I did that. And I won't do it again. It's a shame because there's people up there that are working jobs, you know. But uh, I can't imagine that would get, that would continue at this point. I have no clue what where the where the world's going. Every day I see that uh, Donald Trump is up by five. Uh, they even said that Nikki Haley would beat uh, Joe Biden in a runoff by five points. And it's just that's never going to happen. And then I see this bozo up north, uh, Trudeau, with the big fat thighs, running like a little girl. He's going to be there forever. They're not going to get rid of him. They're questioning what, how he got there in the last election. He's been there for eight years. I don't know where their cycle is. I don't know if it's next year or the year after. But this, this is what America wants for the most part. This is not what people listening to me want. To, uh, want. You know, because for the, if you're listening for a second of AM 1240, you don't like what's happening in Washington, D.C. But unfortunately, we're stuck with this. It really, and, but what's worse is the latest, and we talked about this yesterday, about how young kids are, are, have now have this whole new ideology about Osama bin Laden was a, was a genius when he wrote that letter to America in November of 2002. He knew exactly what was going to happen with the world. It's like, wow, that means if we did have another 9-11 event, it wouldn't just be sporadic or limited to just a couple of communities in northern Jersey. It would be throughout the entire country and most of our campuses. Think about that. Amazing. Well, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Wow, really optimistic show here. But listen, uh, it was real. Thanks to Mike Ricker. The auction is happening right now, right through Sunday night. And we got to sign off. AM 1240, WE10 and Watertown makes us legal. Up next, of course, CBS News. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. Several people have been shot at the New Hampshire State Psychiatric Hospital in the capital, Concord. State Police Colonel Mark Hall. Today an active shooter situation occurred at the New Hampshire